The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max. How are you, Miss Jade? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I almost reached out to you, um, but I figured that the Bears were putting you through enough trauma already, and my team was putting me through a lot of trauma, so I figured that we could both maybe just use a a day to get over it. I don't understand what is going on. I mean, I understand. It's two problems. Their names are Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. <laughs> That's right. the problem. Well, or both problems. Well, you got that figured out, so. Yes, because when he starts talking about, oh, well, all three QBs are under consideration for starting on Sunday, this coming Sunday, I was done. Right. All right. I feel you on that. He needs to be under consideration for unemployment. <laughs> And I was also, uh, I almost hit you up on Saturday at the beginning of the third quarter, but then I was like, it's been a depressing weekend. Let me let it play out a little bit more. And I'm glad Mm -mm. I did. No, I knew better. I had left the house before the game even started. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I am not putting myself through this. And my aunts were in town. So we went and hung out and yeah, I was not ruining my Saturday. All right. Well. Miss J to the max, uh, trying to keep her um, keep her mental health at a good place by not keeping up mm-hmm. with the gridiron sports this season. As into- I'm keeping up, I'm just not as emotionally invested as I have been in previous years. Okay, okay. Bears win four games in a row, though. She'll be right back in there. No, nope. <laughs> I'm holding myself accountable. Okay. All right, all right. Well, this is SmackDown Matters. We're brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also find us at uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. So for this edition of SmackDown, Becky Lynch comes out to get us going. We see a clip of her interrupting Bianca's homecoming last week. Becky talks about how much fun she had last week and wonders where her celebration is. She never lost the women's title. Then she came back less than a year after having a child and won the title in record time. She says last week she tried to come out and offer Binky a handshake, but she wouldn't let go of Becky's hand. What choices she really have? Becky wanted to give uh, wanted to give her Bel Air time, but then she was goaded into a rematch at Extreme Rules. So what choice does she have? So Binky comes out. Telling Becky to stop talking about embarrassing her last week. 
Becky has embarrassed her at SummerSlam and in her hometown, but Belair didn't know how she was facing. Be- but Belair didn't know she was facing Becky at WrestleMania. Becky was like, "But you knew you had a match." She asked if the EST thing is just a catchphrase, sending Belair into a list of her various accomplishments, which took a quarter of the time that it has taken Becky. Belair is like, "Also, I want an SB." Becky promises that she won't lose in 26 seconds on Sunday and sticks out her hand, earning a slap to the face. The fight is on, and Binky uh, reverses the manhandle slam into the KOD and leaves Becky land in the middle of the ring. Can we talk about Binky's jacket for a second? Of course. With all her accolades on it, Becky uh-huh. could never. <laughs> uh, Shallon Shogun being the heel that he is, it's like, the jacket is dope, but she ain't got no Charlotte Flair patch, though. It's coming. <laughs> Tell him give give it time. It's only been about a year that she's been on the main oh, roster. It could be coming as soon as Friday. I'm ready. You know, Friday Listen, the draft. Exactly. I'm all binky all the time. I'm a stan. Yes. I go to war for her and Naomi. I don't know if Binky is gonna I don't know if they got the right people to take care of her on Raw though. They, they definitely don't. They should just leave the roster as it is. They've done a great job over on SmackDown bringing her. I mean, Raw had her the first time and didn't do anything with her. It wasn't until she came to SmackDown until she started getting this this level and uh, turning it up this high. So Exactly. We ain't seen Oscar in a month of Sundays. I know, right? I thought she was hurt, but apparently no. She's just not on TV. Right. Did you see Extreme Rules yet? I sure did. Okay. I watched that, and then I watched the second half of the Sunday night game. Okay, so full disclosure, we're recording out of order here, but uh, yeah. So I know. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. Oh, wait. No, I haven't seen Extreme Rules because it hasn't come on yet. <laughs> no. We're fine. <laughs> we're fine. We'll, we'll let them get behind the curtain. Uh, we have Apollo Crews versus King Nakamura for the IC title. Powerbomb plants Nakamura, but he pops up for spinning kicks to the head. Nakamura follows Apollo Crews to the outside, but gets stared down by Commander Aziz. That means Rick Boogs is on the scene to suplex Commander Aziz. Nakamura then tries a cross arm breaker when he turns into a roll up and he pins Apollo Crews to retain. And still. They got too many people on their roster that just don't do anything. They're just too big to do anything. No, Aziz, almost, almost, whatever his almost, name is. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Y'all just don't do nothing. Maybe they could fight each other. <laughs> Be like Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, I'm intrigued. Now that might actually work out. Book it. <laughs> Uh, we look at Roman Reigns making his special appearance on Monday Night Raw, which I was in the building for, so definitely was a special yes. appearance. Awesome. Did you get your free snacks, too? Yeah, I was in the booth where I got to eat, so it was uh, an Asian-themed uh, uh, meal, so they had uh, fried rice, they had mm-hmm. uh, like fried like green beans and carrots, mm-hmm. uh, they had um, dumplings and spring rolls. Oh, you were eating good. <laughs> uh, 
So Montez Ford, he's doing a promo in the back. He says he is ready with his partner, Angelo Dawkins, to win those tag team titles at Extreme Rules. He says Dawkins is away at a wedding. The Street Profits have beaten the Usos a few times before, and he's been watching them act as Roman Reigns' bloodline bitches. Ooh. He, he was like, <laughs> the real thing he said was, he was like, He's like, well, we want to get a match. He was like, but you know, every time that we get them cornered up, they always got to run to they, to they daddy cousin of Roman. <laughs> <laughs> they run into their mama. <laughs> um, so uh, Roman was watching that promo and he's with Paul Heyman and he isn't pleased. Heyman recaps what Ford said and Reigns wants a match with him tonight. Heyman tries to talk him out of it, but that isn't happening. He says, go get the match made. Mm. After the break, Paul Heyman, he corners Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. He gets them to agree to the match between Roman Reigns and Montez Ford. They try to, he tries to get some information about Brock Lesnar in the draft, and he says that they'll talk about that later. Maybe he was holding all the secrets on SmackDown. Uh, we look back at Seth wanting Edge back to face him one more time to end this once for all. Rollins has not heard anything. He didn't sent the man out on a stretcher. What more does he want? Well, they're one in one. Edge won the first one. <sighs> Seth won the second one. So he's got to get that. He's got to get Seth that. Seth going to show up. He's going to show up at Edge House like Triple H did to Randy Orton. He says he hasn't heard anything in a week. And the sound of Edge's silence is deafening. It reveals the truth, which is that Edge is hurt badly. Edge is ashamed to admit. That Rollins is the reason he will never compete again, but that isn't good good enough. Rollins wants an answer, and he wants it next week, with Edge crawling to the ring. Next week, he wants to hear that he is a better man and not Edge-like. Rollins knows Edge will make the right choice. Man, Edge, just stay at home, bro. Seth. Don't let don't let don't let uh Seth goad you into another match, even though they do put on some bangers. Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Hold on for a um, did, did Did you wash it down with a beer? No, I got good old H2O this time. Okay. Okay, good. I need to at least be somewhat healthy. I've drank a lot of beer this weekend. <clears throat> Oh, really? Um, Washington football team drove me to drink. Ah, yes. Like a defense to do that to you. Yeah. So we have Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega takes Morgan down into a dragon sleeper hole. Morgan slips out and goes after Carmella, allowing Zelina Vega to kick her in the face. Then Liv hits the code red and gets the win over. Oh, excuse me. Zelina Vega hits the code red on Liv Morgan and got the win. Mm. Can't be mad at Zelina win, though. I am not. I'm glad that, you know, she got her little win under her belt since she's been back. Wait, was that her second win since she's been back? I think so. Okay. Good for her. Happy Corbin. He's going on the shopping <laughs> spree because he's got to talk. He's going to be broke again. That is debuting this week. 
So here oh, is Lord. Happy Corbin for the first edition of Happy Talk. Corbin whistles the theme song and talks about how he wants to put smiles on people's faces. That made him wonder who his first guest should be, so he has found someone who embodies happiness. Therefore, and who would that be? Is himself. <laughs> so after Corbin brags about his clothes, we look at him attacking Kevin Owens last week. Kevin Owens comes out, but he gets jumped by Riddick mm. Moss. Riddick Moss? Who? Riddick. Is that who that person was? Yes, Riddick Moss. And I love how, like, um, the, like, headlines online on, like, Google will be, like, WWE Superstar Returns tonight on uh, SmackDown. And you're thinking, superstar? Who could that be? And then you find out it's Riddick Moss. It's like, oh, that's far from a superstar, but I guess that's what they call the wrestlers, you know? Yes. So he jumps Kevin Owens from behind. A double choke slam plants Kevin Owens onto the steps, and uh, they leave cackling all the way back to the back. Baron Corbin will be broke again. He keeps this up. Got them expensive habits, so you're right. It could definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ain't no Cameron Grimes. A fool in his money, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch karma. Montez Ford says he's excited to face Roman tonight. He doesn't regret anything he said, and he's ready for Reigns, and he wants to smoke. Mm. One half of the new tag team champions, Nikki Ash, is here to battle one half of the former tag team champions, Natalia. Suplex drops Nikki Ash, and Natty hammers away in the corner. Tamina gets up on the apron, and that distraction allows Nikki Ash to reverse a small package for the win. Yay! Wait. Okay. Wait. I thought Natty and Tamina were on. They, they, the other they, show. They, well, they were the women's tag team champions, so they were on every show. Right, but, but they aren't anymore. But they are SmackDown, though. Ah, okay. Makes sense. I forgot they were SmackDown before they won. Uh, after the match, Shotzi and Tegan Knox are finally here to set up the title shot that they earned a bunch of times. They even fired the tank at the champions. Uh, and Michael Cole is like, shots have been fired. Oh, God. Michael Cole, please stop. Dominic Mysterio tells Ray Mysterio that he's being suffocated and would have won without Ray being out there at ringside. Ray leaves Dominic. Ray leaves because Dominic isn't thinking straight. Sami Zayn then comes in to say Dominic has the tools but should listen to his instincts instead of Ray. Dominic seems to take some time to ponder it. Oh God, he is turning Dominic into him. Uh oh. So, highlight of the show: the glow. It's amazing. Yes. Naomi, the music hits. She does the dance. She's got the angel wings. Just yes. Being. She's amazing. Just the, just the ultimate Naomi. She says she is here to wrestle. And she wants a match right now. Sonya Deville comes out to say, not so fast, because Naomi isn't doing this. Naomi says she wants to face Sonya since she, you know, somebody in the back. Come on down here. You can get it. Yeah. Sonya says that she would slap her face off if she was still a wrestler. 
She says that she is in. Oh, no, she didn't. Yes. She said that she is an executive and Naomi's like, not a good one. And, <laughs> and, and, and tells them to cut Naomi's mic off. She then has security come to the ring, get Nate. Well, they didn't necessarily drag her out, but basically had security usher her out of the building Ooh. told her to oh sooky sooky now told her to keep tick-tocking her way to obscurity Naomi might might catch a body um listen book it Naomi versus Sonya Survivor Series and not on the pre-show Naomi is going to beat the brakes off of y'all's future WWE Women's Champion. And ain't going to break a sweat. <laughs> uh, the Usos are walking Roman Reigns to the ring, but running to the Alpha Academy for a stare down. I fired up Becky Lynch says he isn't scared of Bianca Belair because she can beat her in 26 seconds. Oh, they also had a little part here between Kayla and Paul. Where the they are funny together. Yes. Uh, Kayla's trying to ear hustle uh, while Paul is on the phone. And Paul is like, you think I'm talking to 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 journalists? To, 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 it was like media. She was like journalists. He was like, well, just media in general. She's like, he's like, oh, you think I'm cheating on you, Kayla? He's like, no, I'm not cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla's supposed to get the inside scoop first. Running blockbuster by Montez Ford gets a two count on Roman Reigns and a DDT drops him. Uh, again, the frog splash hits the knees though, and Roman Reigns hits the guillotine and makes Montez Ford tap out. <gasps> what? Yeah, not Tez. Montez was a. You could tell that he was a. He was a little nervous for the situation. He wasn't as crisp. As he normally is with his moves, like like even when he was like coming out to the ring, to like he was gonna get up on the barricade to like sit on the barricade to like you know vibe with the fans when he came out for the match, he mm-hmm. slipped getting up on the barricade. I was like, oh, he's nervous. that's because his right hand man wasn't there. Yeah, he was nervous. <laughs> but even after the guillotine, if I recall, that wasn't the end of it. No, it was not. As the Usos came out. And they issued the beat down because, uh, you know, they got disrespected by being called bloodline vicious. And uh, basically they beat them down, put them through a table and was like, you know, who you call who the bitches now? And, you know, standing over them, talking all that junk. And then out of nowhere, smoke, red lights, everybody's looking around. And all of a sudden, here comes Finn Balor diving <laughs> off of the turnbuckles onto the bloodline. And then uh, he eventually puts a Roman through the table and leaves mm. Roman land as the demon is uh, the one standing tall at the end of all this. Wow. Can't wait to watch Extreme Rules on Sunday because we're <laughs> recording this Sunday morning. So I can't wait to watch it tonight. You don't. You don't. You can't don't. wait to see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Looking a- forward to it. Something tells me that people uh, aren't going to be happy with the finish. They're going to be confused. Oh, really? Because it hasn't happened yet. How would you know? (laughs) My crystal ball tells me. Ah, is this the same crystal ball that Miss Cleo used to use? It's the same crystal ball that made me go six for six on who you got. 
how did you go six for six when Extreme Rules hasn't happened yet? <laughs> because if that's the case, did your crystal ball tell you that I also went six for six? It sure did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, what's going to happen tonight on Raw? Are we going to be bored out of our minds, or are we going to watch the one good match that is Big E and Lashley? We're going to watch the one good match, of course. Okay, that'll be at the end, so that'll probably be no. They're probably gonna way they're gonna start way after my bedtime. I've been going to bed at nine fifty p.m. They should start with it because Monday Night Football Dallas is playing tonight, so they need to try to get as many people to watch the beginning of wrestling while football hasn't started for that fifteen minutes or twenty minutes as they can. Who they playing tonight? Philadelphia Eagles. Hope both teams. Hope it's a tie. I was just going to say, I hope they both lose. Yes, it can end in a draw. Uh, speaking of draws, what about Daniel, or Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega from last week? Yes, I still have yet to watch it because I had guests in town. You should have just um, put it on and been like, hey, I need to get this in, and they would have been, they would have been captivated, I promise. My aunties, you think so? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to watch it tonight yeah. while the rest of you all are watching Raw. Oh, we appreciate that. You'll, you'll probably be more entertained by what you see. Probably the yes. best episode of Dynamite maybe ever. Oh, and that was the one where Ruby Soho and, and Britt Baker were the main event, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I need to watch that because I still don't know who won. Okay, all right, yeah. I don't have a crystal ball. No. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's very good. Um, I, I haven't seen Rampage though, so uh, my crystal ball has not allowed me to see uh, what happened. I heard about the who was in it, what happened, but I I haven't seen it. So you know, my uncle was over yesterday because we were watching the game, and he mentioned someone from AEW because he likes AEW. He said, "You've been," and he I think I told you all before that he tries to educate me on wrestling and my cousin my cousin's like dude are you serious right now <laughs> um but there's he mentioned is it kayla rossi caitlin rossi kayla rossi she's new to to aew okay and so we saw a youtube video of her yes now it's like jesus she's ripped <laughs> but she still couldn't couldn't shine jade cargill's shoes however um, yeah, newcomer in AEW. Got a lot of potential. Uh, Looking be, forward to her first match. She must be she was on dark. Yeah, I was about to say she must be on AEW Dark because Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's kind of where I draw the line on my AEW. I've never actually watched Dark, I just watched this one clip. Except for that one time Big Swole and um Diamante had the three stages of hell match or whatever. That was really good. They were the main event. It was really good. They actually so AW Dark only comes on YouTube. Yep. Oh, that's why. Wonder I never see it. Yep, it's a YouTube only type of deal. So. Oh, kind of like when they try to do with the women's, where you pay a premium to watch women's matches. Was that um, AW? It's actually free. It just it's just on their just underneath. You just have to go to their YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's free. Um. How you feeling after? I know your initial thing was it's too bright, it's not gritty enough. But week two, 
Does the aesthetic kind of grow on you a little bit more? Didi Jonay said the same thing too. So I still haven't watched week finished week one. Okay, but I did see Didi Jonay. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. We went to dinner at this really good place. Really? In DC. Mm-hmm. How many free drinks did you guys get? I know you. Well, Dee Dee got all the free drinks because I treated her to dinner for her birthday. Oh, okay. But Dee Dee had her thigh meat out. Dee Dee was. I was like, where are you going? Where are you coming from? <laughs> Ma'am. Mm-hmm. All the skin. Oh, yeah. But she looked great. That's and she enjoyed her birthday weekend. Well, that's good. Glad that you two got a chance to hang out and get into some shenanigans as only you two can get into because I'm pretty sure there's a really good story. We were well behaved. Uh, Really? Yes. It was a very calm Sunday night dinner. Dee Dee has gotten one year older, so maybe she's starting to slow down. Yes. Well, I think it's because she had all the shenanigans on Friday and Saturday. So by the time she oh, got to me, oh, she was she was kind of tired. Yeah, she was all shenaniganed out. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Still great that she's doing well. Uh, she should be tipping around the premises here in a couple more days. The first is around the corner. Yes, and I agree with her sentiments. I don't like the new setup of NXT. It is. It's too bright. I feel like I'm at a carnival. <laughs> uh, hopefully, after about a month or so, maybe three, it'll just be natural to you and it, you won't even notice it as much. No, I will because I know Vince has his hand all over it and I don't like Vince. Well, maybe only until Triple H gets better to come back to work full time. We'll see. I think that's really all that's going on right now. I hope, fingers crossed. It's just that Triple H is, you know, not well enough to be there every day and maybe not have the stress day of the television day. Like he might be there all the other days, then he takes that day off just so he doesn't have to worry about the stress of it. And maybe once he can handle that again, he can come back. I hope so, because I miss him. Come on back, Hunter. Right, right. Well, at this point in time for this particular recording of the SmackDown Matters, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout-outs and thank yous. Yes, shout-out to the captain of our ship, Don, and to all of our WrestleCast peeps. It's always a pleasure engaging with you all each and every week. Can't wait for tonight when Extreme Rules comes on and we can all tweet about it together because it hasn't aired yet. (laughs) Hashtag Extreme cast. <laughs> Maybe we'll be in the Twitter spaces. <laughs> Pop on in. Say hello. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> well, thank you to Miss J to the Max. Thank you to uh, Mo to the underscore Reese. Thank you to Anwar Starwin. Thank you to Miss Simi, thank you to Jupiter Julep, and thank you to Miss Didi Jonay because it was her birthday, and everybody else who rocked with the CSPN, all the Russell Bays, all the members of the GLOW, everybody who shows up in the spaces, everybody who uses the hashtag SmackDown Matters each and every Friday night. We gladly appreciate it. Keep supporting the podcast. 
become a patron at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media so you can hear more stories uh, from Miss Jade to the Max about her various adventures that she's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having in uh, 2021. Also, you can hear us review AEW Dynamite, me and Miss Simi, each and every week. And again, that's our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. Also, go on to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free on that drop down mm-hmm. menu. Support any of our sponsors on that tab and you will help keep the podcast free of charge each and every week. So for my... I would also, before you wrap up, I would also like to shout out my Chicago White Sox who clinched the AL Central division title right. this past weekend. Right. Now the hard part starts now. Don't get, Man, look, get we just got to take it one day at a time. Yes. Don't do this to me, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just one day at a time. For some, somehow, Tony Larusa and his old archaic ways with this it worked. of young Latin ball players worked. And y'all, I can't really stand Tony Larusa, but I must give credit where credit is due. Right. Right. But, I guess, you know what, maybe because he wasn't drunk this whole season, maybe that's why. <laughs> I don't know. He's been sober-ish. <laughs> Makes me wish I could find an old Super Nintendo or Nintendo play Tony Larissa baseball. That was a good <laughs> But nonetheless, for my co-host, Miss J to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Smackdown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Hi.
this is. Security for what? I have no idea. She's on a power trip. Naomi's a competitor, right? Is it her job to yeah, we don't see it, but I was actually trying to help you because we all know that when your elaborate entrance is over, everything else is downhill from there. We've given you chance after chance after chance, and you constantly drop the ball. So you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at yourself. What the hell is this? Get her out, boys. Get her out. This is now you can go back there and TikTok dance your way into obscurity while I create the future of SmackDown. This is an abuse of power if I've ever seen one. You take two scrappy security guards and kick out the blow? What is this?